Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us from the Weekly Standard is John McCormick. And as we speak, John, the Ted Cruz uh, filibuster is underway. But the big issue of how to go forward, defund versus take a small bite at a time, still remains. Uh, You wrote about this for the uh, Weekly Standard. What's your take? Well, my basic position is that, yeah, with Obamacare about to be implemented in October 1st, the exchange would open January 1st, the subsidies begin flowing. Now is the perfect time for Republicans to go out there and have another fight about Obamacare. They should go and make their case against the law. Um, but I don't think that they should stumble into a government shutdown. I think that would only uh, help Obama uh, make the argument that this is all about Republican sabotage and and obstruction that the problems really aren't with the law themselves it's just these you know these no good republicans who don't know how to work together but uh sounds to me like you're carrying water for the surrender caucus at least that's the language that i'm hearing from some people who want uh, who support ted cruz and he's got a lot of grassroots support right now john yeah well what i argue my piece is that the the real surrender caucus if you will are, are those who are saying that this can't be defeated after january 1st that once the subsidies start flowing Obamacare is here forever because these people will be hooked on the subsidies, addicted to the sugar, in the words of Ted Cruz, and it will become absolutely impossible to repeal this thing. And and I just disagree with that. I mean, I think that you have a much better opportunity to uh, to repeal this after it after it's in place. I mean, ultimately, the reality of whether this law is good for people or bad for people is going to determine whether or not the law remains in place or is repealed. And I think that if Republicans continue to make the argument against it and provide an alternative that as the law is implemented, as people's premiums start to shoot up, as you know, young people are forced to buy expensive insurance they don't need, if the elderly are getting their care rationed, Obamacare is busting the budget and you know going way outside all these projections on what the costs are, like Republicans and conservatives have said for for years, if all that comes to, to actually happen, then well, you're going to have a lot better chance to repeal Obamacare rather than with some sort of Hail Mary last ditch uh, attempt of forcing a government shutdown or a debt default uh, when Republicans control just the House of Representatives and not the Senate or the White House. You know, I was talking to some people today who were saying, because I was making a similar point, and they're saying, oh, Michael, you're just giving up. Don't you know that grassroots pressure and the unpopularity of the law could convince some senators in swing states or red states like Arkansas and the like to change their vote, and they could join the Republicans and eke out a 51-vote majority to pass the House uh, you know, CR without the Obamacare funding. I just it's frustrating to have this conversation because I'm like, well, but you do know that President Obama would veto that and send it back. And then you need 67 votes. Are there really people out there, John, who think they ha- can come up with a 67 vote strategy? I mean, I think that I don't think it's a majority of conservatives. This has often been phrased as a conservative grassroots versus the establishment fight. And mm-hmm. in fact, you're seeing a lot of strong conservatives, people like Tom Coburn from Oklahoma. He's got a plan to cut $9 trillion from the debt. Jeff Flake of Arizona, Paul Ryan, Scott Walker, Ron Johnson, these are all guys who are rock rib fiscal conservatives, and they all make this argument that, listen, if this strategy, this tactic were going to increase the chances that we could repeal Obamacare, we'd be for it. But in fact, having a, a shutdown over, over Obamacare is not going to help us in the long term. Um, I think that's where the real, the real divide is, is just a, a disagreement over tactics. Uh, there's another part of this that frustrates me, and that is how little conversation the Republicans are having about why Obamacare doesn't work, how it's actually, uh, you know, performing even before it's uh, you know, officially uh, enacted. 
it, but if you look at uh, the Wall Street Journal, USA Today, even the New York Times with its devastating piece on how people with uh, low incomes who are in the exchanges are going to have a very, very limited access to doctors and very few health care choices. The, the reporting, the facts of Obamacare is so awful. Why can't the Republicans turn their guns? I, I, look, I know everybody wants to see a you know, shirtless knife fight between Ted Cruz and John McCain. But why couldn't we turn the guns on how much Obamacare sucks? Why isn't that a good conversation for Republicans to have? Yeah, I think that's a big failure of Republicans. And I, I guess you could argue whether uh, you know, the leadership had any part of the blame in this and that they weren't able to rally the troops all together and get on the same page about the strategy. I mean, you could have even had the fight about defunding Obamacare. We are, we are right now. The House just passed the bill. If you could have got everyone on the page and said, hey, we're going to have this fight about defunding Obamacare or, you know, delaying it by a year or just focusing on the individual mandates or anti-fraud measures or something more modest. Um, but at the end of the day, we're not going to do anything that's going to, uh, you know, div- divide each other, make it more likely that Obamacare is going to be here forever. Um, uh, that, that's what they should have done, just get everyone on the same page. And I think that there was a failure. I don't know whether, I, I think the establishment folks, the leadership folks would respond that, well, the problem is that the Heritage Foundation and people like the Senate Conservatives Fund, which is Jim DeMint's old, old political action committee, that they were never interested in being on the same page. The whole purpose of this fight was to defeat other Republicans. This is all part of their campaign in the 2014 elections to beat Mitch McConnell in the primary. It's all part of the 26 campaign and someone like Ted Cruz getting a nomination. Um, so I think that's that's where the argument really stands, the tactical disagreement here. Well, you know, I, uh, I, I'm one of those conservatives who kind of heard some things that we kind of like in the- in that litany of what they're trying to do, but I'm also trying to deal. Things. I mean, they should be trying for us, and now is a good time. I don't right. think they should have just rolled over but, and passed a clean, continuing resolution or a debt limit hike without it, you know having even a fight over Obamacare. Well, but here's what's frustrating: is realism. there's so many pieces of Obamacare people don't like. And in a previous uh, podcast, I talked to Fred Barnes about this, and the Wall Street Journal uh, actually uh, made the same argument today: of you take something like the special treatment of Congress under the you know uh, implementation that President Obama is doing and say, look, we'll give you the Obamacare funding, but you have to take that back. You have to have Congress treated the same way as other citizens. You take the individual mandate and you say, we'll give you Obamacare funding, but it has to be treated the same as employer, the, the employer mandate and put them on the same track, either now or later. It's up to you. That those are fights that, number one, Democrats don't want to have because those are wildly unpopular parts of this. And number two, they're fights that Republicans can win. I can't imagine Harry Reid going to the mat and having a government shutdown over Congress doesn't want to pay for its own Obamacare. Can you? Exactly. I mean, they, they might have wanted that over something like the government shutdown because the stakes aren't quite as high. I mean, I think Obama wants a shutdown. I think he thinks that's the only thing that can save the Democrats, break this sort of gridlock, this logjam, and give them a, a shot at winning back that the House of Representatives, I think that attaching those things to the debt limit where the stakes are just much higher, something modest, you really can't object to it. They're giving you what you want in the debt limit, but in exchange, you're going to get anti-fraud measures, no Obamacare exemption, maybe a one-year delay on the individual mandate, mm-hmm. things that are just so politically untenable for the Democrats to defend that in exchange for raising the debt limit, they'll, they But why the debt limit? Why not, put it on the C- why not put it on the CR, which is dealing with Obamacare right, right up front? When the CR comes back to the House, which, of course, it will in either I think you could, you could do something small, like you said. On yeah, the, and on just say, look, in fact, I, this I think, is, again, try that. This is, to me, uh, John, one of the frustrations is an opportunity to negotiate has presented itself. And as much as my, you know, 
conservative little heart cheers when I see Ted Cruz doing this, you know, uh, filibuster. There's no, this is the time to negotiate. Republicans actually have a chance to win a negotiation. And I, I don't see how, particularly the congressional you know, special treat from Congress, that can possibly stand. Why not take the win? Because anything President Obama signs at this point that is less than Obamacare as is, is a loss for Team Obama and a win for the Republicans. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the reason that you're not having that right now, or you might eventually, I mean, that might be what the fight is about. But right now, today, the fight with Ted Cruz is about 2014 and 2016, that these groups, uh, some senators, they want, it, it's become more about defeating Obamacare than it has, than it is about defeating other Republicans in primaries and proving that you're more conservative than thou. Um, that's sort of why we're here right now. John McCormick, excellent analysis. Thanks so much for joining us here for the Weekly Standard podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.